When you think of the word religion, what comes to your mind? Religion. You know, what comes to my mind is dull, boring, lifeless. I talk to many people that have had all types of religious experience and religious background. And for many people, those memories have left them cold, frustrated, empty. In fact, I've talked to many people who have told me, Mark, I just feel like a prisoner. I guess all religion is about, I'm just a prisoner to this and a prisoner to that. And it seems like the more I go on, the more rules and regulations that people lay on me. And I'm just so tired of it, just sap the life right out of me. Many of you have come from some sort of a religious background. In fact, many of you may have gone to some sort of religious school, some sort of religious classes, and it's sort of been ingrained in you, this religion of one sort or another. And I find that many people come to Evergreen are looking for something different. Because their religion has left them cold and empty and unfulfilled. That's what religion tends to do. I remember growing up in a particular religious persuasion. And the particular religious persuasion I was involved in, you didn't have long hair. My hair would be too long. You would not be allowed to sing in church with hair my length. You uh, did not wear faded blue jeans. You did not have pierced ears. Men or women, especially men, oh my goodness. But women, that goes for you too. And I could go on and on. You didn't listen to music with a beat. That was all wrong to do. And, of course, as I grew up, and, and as I got to be about 16, 17, 18 years old, I said, this is baloney. This is lifeless. And the hypocrisy of it all just began to sicken me. And left me feeling so empty and so lifeless and so cold. I thought there's got to be more. But I, but I didn't know what else there might be. You know, there's basically two primary reasons that man has devised religion. The first is to devise a way that we could become good enough for God. That we could become pious enough so God would like us. The second reason is so that we could feel good about ourselves, So that we could satisfy the guilt that we feel, the fear that we feel, and somehow measure ourselves next to these rules and go, well, I'm doing pretty good. And then there's sort of a third reason. It's a smaller reason, but I find it often in religious circles, I can judge other people. It's the judgment factor. And I can see whether they're really living a good, upstanding, pious life or not. But the problem with all of that is, number one, it doesn't make you any better to God at all. It doesn't do a thing for God. And it also doesn't do a thing for you except leave you empty, unfulfilled, and in trying to keep all of these rules and all of these laws that man has devised in the name of God, it leaves you feeling lifeless and, and just drained and sapped of all your energy, sort of like you're just living a captive, hostage, slavery-filled life. 
problem is that many people perceive Christianity the same way. Most people think that Christianity is just another one of many, many religions and it's one of the worst because, boy, does it load you down. Well, this may be music to your ears, maybe news to your ears, and to some, it may shock you to pieces. Christianity is not a religion at all. Jesus Christ did not come to establish a new religion. Christianity is a vibrant relationship with God. With a loving God who loves you, who cares about you, who wants to be intimate with you, who wants to enjoy you, and wants you to enjoy Him. It has nothing to do with religion at all. But we don't hear that very often. Did you know that Jesus spent most of His life opposing the religious community? And in fact, it was the religious community that killed Him. Why? Because they hated Him. Jesus told people, if the Son should make you free, you should be free indeed. And the Pharisees, they spent their whole life trying to load people down with rules and regulations. And Jesus came to free people. God's plan is to free people. His purpose is to give you a living, free, vibrant, liberated relationship with Him. Jesus told a story once of the Pharisee. And this Pharisee, and you'd see many people like this today, he got up in front of all the people he said, oh God, I thank you that I'm not like those sinners. For I tie the tenth of everything I get. And oh God, I say all of my prayers. And Lord, I wish my hands before every meal. And Jesus said, that meant nothing to God. Jesus said, that did nothing for that man. And then he went on to tell the story of another man. And this man, just an ordinary man, came forward and sort of in a humble spirit beat his chest and said, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. And Jesus said, which one of these men do you think God accepted? And no one really knew. And he said, the second one. The second one. You see, our relationship with God is not based on what we do. It's based on who we know. It's based on the Son, Jesus Christ. It's based on our willingness to embrace Christ. Not a creed, not a religion, not a set of rules and regulations, but a person. Jesus said this, He said, Come to Me, all of you who are weary and exhausted and heavy burdened and sick and tired of your labor and your religious lifestyle, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble of heart. And you will find rest for your soul, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. We get this picture that God, He wants to load our life. He wants to burden our life. He wants to weigh us down. That's not what God wants to do at all. God wants to liberate your life. Jesus Christ wants to free your life from our religious rules that oppress us 
and from our carnal nature that enslaves us. He wants to free us and forgive us. Do you know that when you come to God, you don't ever have to have another guilty moment in your life? That when you come to know Jesus Christ and you come into this relationship with God, it is a relationship that is like Natalie sang about this morning. It is a forever love. It is a love that never quits. A love that never dies. And God always enjoys you. He takes pleasure in you. He wants to be intimate with you. He wants to share with you all that He has and all that He is. One of my favorite passages in the Bible is in Isaiah 61. And I think about this all the time whenever I speak. Daily in my life, I go over this passage in the Bible. For the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, and He has anointed me to preach good news to the poor and to bind up the brokenhearted. And to preach freedom to those who are captive. And to release from darkness the prisoners. And to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. That's what God is all about, my friends. God is about freedom. Freedom from religion. Freedom from regulations that no one's ever been able to keep. As Peter said in the book of Acts, when they wanted to load the new Christians down with more rules, he said, brothers, oh my goodness, why would we burden these new believers with what we nor our forefathers were ever able to bear? For a man is justified, made right in peace with God, not on the basis of what he does, but on the basis of his faith in Christ. And then we're free. And then we're new. That's what Jesus is all about. Last week I shared with you six things that God wanted you to enjoy. I left out one. I'm saving it for today. Do you know that of all the things in the world there are to enjoy, there is one that is more pleasurable and satisfying and fulfilling than anything else in the universe? It's a three-letter word called God. We don't think in those terms. Do you know David said a day in the presence of God? A day with God is better than a thousand somewhere else. That means you pick a thousand days straight of anything you want to do you think is going to be exciting. And I'll tell you a little secret. If you understand God and you learn to enjoy God, you'll never want to go back. You will never want to go back. You know what else David said? Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. God is a good thing. God is a great thing. And God wants to know you. You don't have to go on living in this prison anymore. You don't have to go on living with this, I don't do that, and I better not do this, and I better not do that. You can be free. You can be free from the things that enslave you, from your own carnal addictions, and you can be free from the religious regulations that men have tried for centuries to place on other men and women. And they've left us all unfulfilled and empty. God is not into religion. God is into a vibrant relationship with you. And you can have that today. Are you experiencing rest in your life? I want to ask you that. Are you experiencing rest are you experiencing real freedom? Does guilt sort of get you coming and get you going? 
Are you apprehensive about the way you live? I can't tell you the last time I've ever done anything because I felt I had to do it out of duty. I can't remember the last time. I was visiting with a friend the other night on the phone to illustrate this point, and we were talking about this message today. And I said, you know, it's kind of like, have you ever thought, oh, I think I'll call Mark up on the phone because I'm supposed to, but oh, what a bore. bores me every time. It is such a bummer. But I'll do it. Oh, my goodness. Hi, Mark. Oh, man. Yes, I'll suck it in and try to get through this conversation. I said, you know, I don't feel that way either. I said, I enjoy our friendship. It's never a bother to talk with you. I always feel invigorated. Why? Because it's a relationship. It's a relationship. It's not a religion. It's a relationship. That's the way it is with the Lord. I don't go pray or spend time with God because I'm supposed to do it. I enjoy God because I know God enjoys me. You know what that's like? Do you know what it's like to be raised in a family? Some of you are going to have to think very hard to imagine this because this was the exact opposite of your experience. But you remember when you were little? Dreaming what it would be like to have the perfect daddy. Daddy that didn't hit you. A daddy that didn't yell at you. A daddy that didn't ride your case all the time. And nothing you ever did seemed to please him. Remember I used to dream about, wouldn't it be so cool to have a family that loves each other? Have a family where there's laughter and there's joy and like dad likes and mom like the kids and the kids like mom and dad and oh, wouldn't that be awesome? And we've come to a point today in America, we believe that's not even possible. Well, I'll tell you it is possible. But I'll tell you what's more possible is coming into a relationship with God like that. God is the perfect father. He's the perfect daddy. He never lets you down. He never gets disappointed in you. He never gets put out with you. He never yells at you. He never doesn't have time for you. He never gets disinterested. He's always there, all the time. You can count on Him. Whenever you want to visit with Him, you can visit with Him. Whenever you want to have access to Him, you can have access to Him. And you know what you can know? You can know that no matter what you've done, you can know that no matter what problem you've got in your life, God is there ready to accept you and embrace you and love you and help you. He's not there kind of going, well, you know, it's about time you saw the light. You know, and oh my goodness, why are you coming to me again? You're such a bother to me. That is not God at all. God is just the opposite. In fact, what He wants, it's as if He had just a relationship with just you and you alone and nobody else. He's all yours. That's the beauty of God, as He can be everybody's all of Himself and yet be everybody else's at the same time. I want to encourage you today that if you're relating to what I'm saying, you're going, Mark, that's been my life. Man, my life just been full of that kind of stuff. I'm so bored. I'm so empty. I'm so unfulfilled. My religion has left me so empty. I want to encourage you today to embrace Christ. Jesus said, whoever receives me, I give the right, the absolute right, to become a child of God. In fact, did you know, and I'm going to get into this to the weeks to come, blow, this will blow your mind, did you know 
that when you come to know Christ, you are on equal status with Jesus Christ. Read the book of Hebrews. You are an equal son to God as Jesus. Only difference is you're not God. You have equal access. God is equally pleased with you as He is with Jesus Christ. That's what Christianity is all about. Not a religion, my friend. It's a relationship. And you can have it today by simply asking Christ, Lord, I want that freedom. Jesus said if the Son sets you free, you will be truly free. When Jesus Christ makes you free, you'll be free. And then there's others of you here today who've done this. But I know because I've talked to you, you're not experiencing what I'm talking about in your life. You know why? You've forgotten the simple little verse that Jesus told to the Jews and to his disciples. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. You've forgotten the truth. You've started to think that all Christianity is I'm supposed to do this, and I'm supposed to do that, and I'm supposed to be this, and I'm supposed to be that. And you've forgotten Christ. You've forgotten all Jesus Christ did for you. The issue is Christ. The issue is faith in Jesus Christ and enjoying Him and knowing Him. You need to remember the truth. Your life's been feeling burdened. You've been feeling wearisome. You've been feeling sort of frustrated in your Christian life. You've forgotten what got you going. It was faith in Christ. It's a relationship of unconditional love. That love never stops. That love never changes. That love never gets impatient. Because God is perfect love. And He loves you. I want to encourage you today, if you already have made that decision, while I'm closing in prayer today, to tell the Lord, Lord, thank you for the freedom that you've given me in Christ. Thank you that you've made me new. Thank you that I have a relationship with you and thank you that you came to take my burdens, not give me burdens. And those of you who don't know Christ, I would encourage you today, embrace Christ. Jesus Christ wants you. You don't have to be good enough for God. All you have to do is embrace God. You don't have to clean up your act to come to Christ. You just have to come to Christ. And He'll take care of all the rest. I want to encourage you to come back next week because next week I'm going to get into what's entitled Living Free. What do I mean? How does this really work out in your life? How can the dynamics of this wonderful relationship enhance your life, change your life, and give you a life that is beyond description? Filled with joy. Filled with happiness. Filled with peace. I'd like you to come back next week and find out. Let's just bow our heads and close this morning in prayer.